What's good, y'all? It is your pristine queen, Majin Malika, and guess what? Your player partner and my colorful co-host, MJ, is back in the building. What's up, though? What's up? What is good, MJ? Welcome back. I know, right? I took a brief hiatus, you know, taking care of a few things, but I'm back. Absolutely. Better than ever. Absolutely. Well, you guys know what it is. This is our very first episode of 2019 of Everything Is Bullshit. And guys, we are so happy to be here. Definitely happy new year, guys. We know it's a couple weeks in. And again, apologies for the delay in giving you an episode. But, you know, just like how MJ said, you know, we were doing some things, restructuring, and just thinking of new ideas and more conversations to bring to you guys in 2019. You but know now. It. We are officially back at it, meaning fresh episodes every Thursday. You know it. So, MJ, how was your new year? <laughs> My new year was amazing, you know. Um, new New year, who this? Oh, really? <laughs> really? Okay, okay. Well, you know, mine was, you know, chill as well. You know, it was very relaxed or whatever, you know, a very um, different welcoming in of the new year. Because usually my family, we go to church and it's like, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of everything. Um, If you're Nigerian, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. If you're African, you know, if, if you're black and you go to New Year watch service, you know what I'm talking about. Right. But um, yeah, so it was it was a welcome change, um, but it was still good nonetheless. But we do have a lot to catch up on, so let's just go ahead and get started. Let's do it. So, if you're in the Dallas area, like, or if you live in Dallas, if you're visiting Dallas, today we had a major car chase. Where (laughs) the hell this, or how the hell this all happened, who knows? Like, I don't freaking know how it happened, but what happened is, is that some, I guess, like, bank robbers, they robbed a bank in Hearst, Texas, and they ended up in Oak Cliff. (laughs) And it was all over the local news today. And I know when I spoke to MJ about it, I was just like, what the hell is going on? And she's talking about, oh, so we robbing banks in 2019? Like, in the physical? Like, we're physically robbing banks Like, now. who does that? Like, first of all, why did you choose this vehicle to rob a bank? The getaway car. The hood flew up. The tire rolled off. Um, I don't know. The hubcap rolled off. Right. And I think something else happened as well to the vehicle. Vehicle. Basically, it broke down for it to be a <laughs> runaway car. Like, how is it going to be a runaway car, but it breaks down like that? That makes no sense. And then, moreover, how the hell are you robbing banks in person when we got cryptocurrency? Right. Like, isn't there, like, other ways to steal from banks now? Like, who is going in physically to a bank and with a, with a mask and everything and robbing the bank like first off how much money did you get that's what i want to know right how much money did you really get because i don't think i I, i've really never been to hers right but i'm gonna say that they probably didn't have a lot of money listen (laughs) listen i just feel like yeah that was that was the wrong place or maybe they went to hers because they're like oh like don't nobody rob hers like it's hers (laughs) let's do that all I know is, is that I, I think Hearst is like a up-and-coming neighborhood. I, I mean, I don't, I don't really I know. Don't let, know. Let me just stop but talking. I don't know. Again, who's robbing banks in 2019? I mean, absolutely. Let's, let's stop, people. Like, I, I'm going to need you to have a better strategy and a better car if you're trying to rob a bank. Right. Like, I mean, at least a sturdy car because, yeah. it, like, I just I just don't get it. Like, how the getaway car breaking down on you in the middle of the, <laughs> the, chase. the chase? Like, how is that happening? Like, they didn't even stop the vehicle they just basically got out of the vehicle. The vehicle started st- still was was actually running was still actually running 
and I guess driving itself. I mean, I don't know, but at any rate, who's Robin Banks in 2019? Absolutely. Guys, if you want to see the chase, definitely check out um, Demetria Overlord's page on IG. She has the little details on it. You can also just Google the shit and you can see it. But I mean, to me, honestly, I was like, okay. But um, yeah, moving on. <laughs> So Alexis Sky versus Black China. Oh my God! Please, why? So first off, how did this even happen? Like, well, basically, what happened is I believe they were at a party or a club or something together, and apparently, I don't know. I think it was Black China threw a drink at Alexis Sky at, at Alexis Sky, which infuriated her, rightfully so. And I mean, started and basically then start. Basically, what happened is then she started to chase Black China around the party. Oh, so, so that's why she was running. I was like, why is she running? That's why she was running. She was trying to get a hold of Black China, but of apparently course. Black China was using her superpowers and um, evaded. What what superpower is that? Her booty. Her <laughs> booty is the superpower. I mean, come on now. Like, that booty is superpower. Like, for real. So basically, you know, that started this whole, like... You know, I guess I think I think um <laughs> I think that that um Alexis Sky got chased out of the party or they told her to leave, rather, and Majee's over here just tripping. But anyway I'm you sorry, know, yeah. she, she she's so basically what happened was, you know, like okay, so yeah, long story short, he chased out the party or whatever, didn't get it out or whatever. They they didn't fight like for real for real. So if they fought for real for real, who would win? Black China or Alexis Guy? What do you think? Uh, I think Alexis Guy would have won. And why I don't is think, that? I don't think Black China's a fighter. I don't think that she's truly I don't think she's a fighter. I just don't really think that she is. I think Alexis would have would have beat her. Well, honestly, I feel like it would have been like a close call. I actually firmly believe that Black China she's a fighter, but I just feel like what is going to be her downfall is that ass. Because that's a lot of ass yeah, to be like swinging around to be swinging, trying to fight. Yes, you know, that's a yes, lot. That but is I feel a lot like she has like you know a good a good prospect of beating ass as think, long as her ass can keep up. See, like, my, literally. Thing, my thing with Black China is I think she's more of a master manipulator than a fighter. Yeah. You know? She likes to manipulate, you know, men out of their money. Yeah. Or not even just men, people. but it's just people, period. Yeah, like, absolutely. And I, I don't get how she's still able to swindle these niggas, but she is. Like, I mean, I guess it is the ass. It's the, the superpower of the ass, as you say. I told you, it's a superpower. And then, like... It's gonna be on Marvel's... That's, that's probably gonna be Marvel's next movie. It's gonna be about a super ass. Shut the hell up. <laughs> so... My next question is, so why is Rob being messy? Like, I well, didn't even know that they were, like, cool like that. He 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 actually is saying that they have been friends for five years. But at any rate, even if you have been friends for five years, right? my thing is, how is she now conveniently showing up on your snap? Right. Like, after this whole, you know, this whole... It, it wasn't even a fight. This whole argument ensued at this party. Right. I mean, then the next couple of days, she's on your Snapchat. You yeah. Know, you're having dinner with one another right. and all of that. So, yeah, I think it's kind of, um, you know, it, it's kind of peculiar. I absolutely agree. You know, I mean, that, that, that has a little level of, you know, kind of pettiness, you know, just a, just a slight, I mean, they probably have been friends for five years, but it's just very suspect that 
she ends up on, oh, his, on I mean, his Snapchat. It, it's hella sus. That's why I was like, why is this dude being messy? But okay. I mean, at the end of the day, he needs to stay relevant, but he needs to also be careful of Alexis Sky because whatever little she, money he got, yeah. listen, it'll be got. It'll so be, got. be careful. Yeah. But moving on. So I hate to, you know, say his name, but you know, I, I'm saying his name. So Trump. <laughs> So Trump and his just utter bullshit. So first off, Trump and Clemson, like, first off, what, why you, like, what? You're giving them hamburgers and, and these are full grown men, like a bunch of itty bitty baby hamburgers. I'm sure half of these And pizza. He bought pizza I'm sorry, and pizza. And he made it known. He was like, yeah, you know. And I paid for it. And I paid for it. I paid for the pizzas and the hamburgers because, uh. Like, first off, did nobody ask you to say that? Like, number one. And nobody cares. And nobody cares. And then, moreover, you can't even spell hamburgers. Right. Like, hamburgers. That's an, like, that's an issue. And then, like, <laughs> Burger King, like, why are they being so messy and petty? I was like, wow. Like, They're who, amazing. Like, who, whoever who's runs their Twitter. Who's tweeting for you guys? Whoever one runs their Twitter is amazing. Like, I, I, I was just floored because I'm like, there's no way that this man misspells hamburgers. Like, ham, like, I mean, it's it's a, it's a compound word, you know? Like, you have ham and then you, you have, have burgers. burgers. But I told you my, my theory. I, I truly believe that he is a victim of illiteracy. Oh, yeah. Illiteracy. I don't yeah, think that he can, too. I don't think that he really can read that well or right or right yes yeah or hold down his wig or you know just, like he never secures his wig he it's never, always flying he never secures and that's the number wig. one rule of the wig game like you, you know secure the wig like you know like you, you know you i must. have my wigs like right you, but you must secure your wig yeah all if the not, time you look like crazy like him yeah i mean he looks crazy anyway because he's orange but right that's another topic you know for a different day right but um moreover on this orange um so day number 27 the oh freaking shut down. Like, when is it coming to an end? When will this end? Like, like seriously, like, do we see all it coming this to an end over anytime a soon? Well, you know, basically, you know, it's it's at a at a stalemate. You know, both parties are are dug in. You know, the Democrats are like, we're not giving you no fucking wall right. that nobody needs, nobody wants. Because guess what? People won't. The wall really means absolutely nothing at the end of the day because. People will come, they're digging tunnels. Right. Like, I don't know why they're digging tunnels to come here, but they're digging tuddle, tunnels. And that's not, you know, the people that that they should be worried about, you know, are the, the main the main people that that you know that come to this country that basically those aren't the people to worry about. The the people that come to this country normally like overstay their visas. Right. And that's where the pr- real problem is. It's not about no fucking wall. And I'm so fucking mad that he's closed down the government and people are actually suffering. Yeah. Like bills will not be paid. People right. will be evicted and people will go hungry. Constant mandates for people to come into work. And it's like, I have to come I ain't coming to, work to work for free. I ain't coming to work for free. I'm sorry. Like, that's just not going to ha- work for free. What? I know. I know. And you want $5 billion for a wall and you talking about work for free. Listen, it's crazy. The fuck? Right. Nah, it's crazy. It's crazy. They really need to end this. And well, basically it's just like, you know, $5 billion for a wall doesn't even get you the wall. It the, doesn't. The, the, they actually need like, I think somewhere in the, in the woods of 35 
billion dollars. Right. So this five billion for this vanity wall is just ridiculous. And you know, it 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 makes us as a country look weak. Yep. And, you know, it's scary because it's just like, you know, people people are flying and, you know, the skies aren't being protected and America's not being protected. So I mean I, I, I really don't know. I just know that one thing that I am actually, um, I guess, kind of in love with um, about this shutdown is, like, you know, the celebrities who are coming out and talking about it. And one <laughs> one in particular, Cardi, um, I guess, really appreciate her for her words. And I want y'all to just listen. Because it's been a little bit over three weeks, okay? It's been a little bit over three weeks. Trump is now ordering, as in summoning, Federal government workers to go back to work without getting paid. Now, I don't want to hear y'all motherfuckers talking about, oh, but Obama shut down the government for 17 days. Yeah, bitch, for health care. So your grandma could check her blood pressure and you bitches could go check your pussy in the gynecologist with no motherfucking problem. Right. Now, I know a lot of y'all don't care because y'all don't work for the government or y'all probably don't even have a job, but this shit is really fucking serious, bro. This shit is crazy. Like, our, our country is in a hellhole right now. And it is like, absolutely. Like I love, you know, what Cardi, she said here, because at the end of the day, like, I feel that it showcases two things. And number one is the power of celebrity, just because like, you know, she is a celebrity and she's using her celebrity for good, you know, exactly. As opposed to other celebrities who either they're mute about the situation or, they're just not doing anything at all, you know? And another thing that I love about this is that she's actually getting other people who you would not think who are like normal Cardi B fans, but I guess they are, possibly because they're on her page to see these videos, you know, um, talking about it as well. We right. had, you know, two senators, one from Hawaii and one from Connecticut, um, Brian Schatz, I think that's his name, as well as Chris Murphy. They both were discussing on Twitter if they should retweet the video that Cardi um, talked about, you know, the whole shutdown uh, crisis. And my silly self, I was thinking they were talking about the twerk video. <laughs> Like, now, why would they? The why why would they retweet the twerk video though? That that that's that's extra. That's a Not lot. The twerk video. Yeah, but lo and behold, they were talking about this video, yes, and it's just so. like I just feel like again, it just showcases how the power of celebrity can really help and assist a lot of people and then number two it also showcases the art of not giving a fuck because cardi b has literally built a career off of not giving a fuck about what anybody thinks anybody says anything that anybody does and she does her thing the way that she wants to do it no matter which way however it looks like it doesn't matter so that's what i love about it you know and it's all, it's just always good to see a celebrity, especially like someone in the hip hop community, right? You know, really are, that is pay, actually paying attention to what's going on in as far as politics, you know, because really like a lot of people don't realize, you know, what it actually means when the government shuts down or what a partial shutdown means. I mean, right. it affects everyone. It does. It affects everyone and it also affects the economy. So it's just, you know, I, I'm a big political person, you know, I'm always paying attention to, you know, what's going on and it's just refreshing to see someone, um, you know, that is very popular, you know, voicing their opinion about, you know, politics. Absolutely. I totally agree. Well, guys, that was, you know, this week in review, what has been happening lately. Coming up next, we're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that, guys. Talk to you soon.
What's good, y'all? So we are back. We're back. So, you know, we had to play a little weekend in the background, same old song, because we are discussing New Year's resolutions. Yep. So, guys, you know, this is the time where everybody, they say that, oh, this year I'm going to do this, this year I'm going to do that, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, because the weeks have kind of, you know, settled in into the new year, I'm sure that you guys have had some time to really think about and activate what your resolutions are going to be. Right. So, first and foremost, why even make New Year's resolutions? Why? I mean, I think that when you make New Year's resolutions, you're hoping that you can make a change in your life. Right. And definitely not just make a change in your life, but make a change in your life for the better. Right. So I think that's where the whole New Year's resolutions, you know, come into play. You know, it's sometimes great. I think it's always good that when you have their goals that you want to, that you want to achieve, Mm -hmm. you write them down or you put them in your phone or whatever, and you look at them, you know, you can periodically go back and look at them and see if you have achieved this or what, what you need to achieve next. So I think that that is very important. I mean, I, I definitely agree. Um, I feel like people, they make them just because they want to see if, honestly, they could really stick to the shit that they say, finally, once and for all this year. Because many people, they make, you know, resolutions mm-hmm. every year and, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of fall out. So I feel like the new year just gives you like a fresh new beginning to see if you can bullshit yourself once more. <laughs> so- <laughs> But um, not bullshit yourself once more. I mean, because listen, like some sometimes you know you be saying that like you know like oh my New Year's resolution is to you know marry Beyonce, but you know that's bullshit because you know Beyonce's married, you know like like you know marry Beyonce is a resolution. Yeah, it's it's a New Year's like this year my goal is to marry Beyonce. Like I mean that that could be somebody's (sighs) thing. It's not mine, you know, and I don't condone it. But I I'm just saying, you know, I'm I'm just just saying saying that I don't condone it. You. I'm sorry, like that's not a real resolution. But but, I say, you, but you feel what I'm saying though. Yeah, yeah, but when you also when you think of resolutions, you should think of something that's uh, actually obtainable. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. and that's not it. Okay, okay. You know, that's okay, like okay. okay. <laughs> I hear you. It's not attainable. So you know, anybody who wants to be with Beyonce, oh, believe me, Jesus. it's not attainable. Heard straight from the mouth of MJ. So. Is there a certain way or a certain time um, that a person can kind of like go too far with their resolutions? And if so, how does that look like? Go too far? I mean, I guess there is, you can go too far as far as a resolution, but I mean, I think that, I don't think people really go too far. Not that I know of. Right. I think that what they do is they get, they actually have resolutions that, aren't really obtainable. Like they have resolutions that are, you know, like I I want to obtain like a billion dollars this year. Right. And although that's a very good goal to have, is it really easily obtainable throughout the year? I mean, yeah, there's definitely a possibility. I mean, you just never know because you could start some type of crazy business idea that allows you to be, you know, super successful. Right. So, I mean, you never know. That's true. That's true. I mean, that, that possible, that is, that is always a possibility. Absolutely. And so should people make resolutions or is it just the same old song? Like should people just even do it anymore? <sighs> I don't know. It's, I, I think that a lot of people, when they do resolutions, it, it never really works out. They, it, they really never obtain the goals 
that they that they set out to. I think that it's better to just set goals right throughout the throughout the year and and basically obtain those throughout the year. You know, I think that's a better outlook to have. And you know, I I agree with you because I think that what you're trying to say is is that what people they tend to do, they tend to like set very large lofty goals, mm-hmm. but they don't like kind of like do the the bite-sized chunks and the pieces on how to obtain the big lofty goal. Exactly. You know, like what's that saying like it takes more than one bite to eat an elephant? I mean, I would assume, right? Or like an elephant or how do you eat an elephant a bite at a time or something like that or Listen, are you making this up? I'm telling you, I've heard it from somewhere. I heard it from something. Was an like, elephant? Yeah, I was like, how do you eat an elephant? Oh, one bite at a time. <sighs> See, now you're going to have to make it. Look it up. Google, Google it right now. Google it right now. You're making me look it up, having look to it up Google right this now. because look it up right now so we can I tell have people. never in my look 42 years up right now, my girl. Look <laughs> it up right now. But I promise you, it's like, how do you eat an elephant? Bite by bite, or if we don't want to use elephant, it's cool. How do I eat some? I don't know pasta. I eat it with my fork. Take my time. I don't know. Like, what does it say? What does it say? How do you eat? Well, let me see. I don't. I I don't necessarily see it just yet. Okay. Anyways, the the point of the matter. What I'm trying to make. Why she googles that? Here it is. Here. Okay. Excuse me. It says when eating an elephant. Take one bite at a time. Exactly. Never in my fucking 42 years have I ever heard this quote whatsoever. Yeah, how, did I you mean, put, how did you pull this out of your ass? Well, first off, I know this quote because, you know, I'm younger and I'm hip with the times. You know, you got all those years <laughs> upon you. I don't know what they were saying in the 20s. I mean, I'm sure they were saying, oh, that's neat. You know, oh, it's swell. You know, like, I don't fucking know, okay? When but but elephant, Yes, when eating an elephant, one, bite at, one a bite at a time. Meaning that, you know, you have to take your big, large, lofty goal and break it into so chunks. chunks. Exactly. Right. So you can I get, I get it. it. I get so it. So each chunk leads to the next chunk being eaten and the next chunk and the next chunk until you reach your overarching goal, whatever that may be, you know? I got it. I got it. Exactly. So when do you think that people usually give up on their New Year's resolution? Like, uh, is there a particular January month? 2nd. Damn. <laughs> January 2nd? I don't know if it's January 2nd. Oh, January 2nd. They'd be like, mm, fuck them goals. Huh. I mean, fuck them resolutions. Huh. See, I feel like, honestly, it, it's mostly February. Like, I feel like people, they give it, like, a strong, good heart to go. Yeah, that's true. People like, do. And then sometimes, people, they even do the whole first quarter of the year. They really, really, really stick it to that first quarter of the year. And after that, they're pretty much done, you know? But, I mean, some people, they actually do carry out their New Year's resolution for the whole year. But it's it's not a lot. It is not, it's a, not lot. a lot. at all. Right, right. But, um, so, what do you think is the most common resolution and then the most broken resolution. I think the co- the most common and the most broken is uh, having to do with exercising and eating right, right, and diet. I think that's the most common and the most broken. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because like, you see all those people up in the gym, mm-hmm. you know, come January first, January fifteenth, January thirty first, and then February first, mm-hmm. nobody's in the gym. Fat History Month. <laughs> it is. It really, really is. Because I, like, one of my, like, and and not saying it's a pet peeve, because change your life. If you want to be fit and fabulous and thin and healthy or whatever your goal is for diet, exercising, and things like that, like, by all means, like, come on in, like, you know, come on to the gym, but do not 
get on my machine. I know it ain't got my name on it, but I've been in this gym all last year and I'm going to be in this gym all this year. So for you to be a new face, it's like, hold up. Hey, nice to see you. Go over there though. You know, go over there because I'm working out right here, you know, so back the hell up. So I definitely want to agree with you on that. I feel like that is the most common resolution mm-hmm. and also the most broken resolution. Definitely. Um, and then also I feel like another resolution that's common, it's just like, oh, like, you know, this year, like, I'll get a new job or whatever. And I feel like that's kind of what stood. Like, you know, people, they tend to do get new jobs, new careers or whatever. Yeah. And that actually happens for people, definitely. which is definitely a plus, you know? Right. Mo- money is a motivator. Listen. And it's so crazy. Because my thing is like, let's say that you're fat as hell and you lose all that weight. You can be like a personal trainer and that should be money right there but you choose to just remain unhealthy or whatever you know or let me not say that you choose like that whole dieting eating right that's just a beast so yes. i mean it's hard yeah i'm not gonna say it, that it's it is easy. hard yeah absolutely so okay now that we know basically you know all about new year's resolutions and blah 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 so what are some of yours like can you share well you know you're like to- i like i said i don't i don't really do resolutions i have goals so, I mean, one of my, one of the big goals that I do have, um, but of course, you know, I'm doing it in chunks is that I definitely want multiple, uh, streams of income. Right. I think that that's the best way to live your life. The best way to be, you know, to be, um, comfortable and, and actually, and definitely be more comfortable when you retire. So that's one of my main goals um, that I have, uh, the multiple streams of, of, of uh, income. And then also just to be, to live a healthier, um, more active life. So you're going to give up in February too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you want to live a happier, healthier, more fit life. <laughs> so, all right, I got you. So everybody, y'all hear that? What she said she's going to do? So in February, she's going to be back at it, eating the snacks, et cetera, et cetera, sitting at on the couch. At any rate, I but, said it was a goal. And you have to work on your goals. And they don't just come overnight. You know, it does take work. It does take effort. So um, that's why I like to say that they're goals and not really resolutions. Because resolutions for me don't really, they, they, they don't really last very long. They are like a month a month long uh, activity and then you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Back to the same old, back to the same old shit, you know, just different day. Well, I mean, I, I feel you, I do, but I feel like, you know, the resolution, what it means is to, you know, become a new, like, you know, to start over or whatever. But I mean, if a goal, like in your head, it fixates in your mind is something that's more achievable or more attainable, definitely call it your new year goal because that'll allow you to stick to it. So that's definitely important. Um, But for me, um, one of my um, resolutions is that I definitely want to be, um, I guess, more mindful of my mind, meaning that I want to read more, meditate more, ensure that my mental is as healthy as possible. Um, I've been working out. I've been doing that. I mean, MJ can attest to that. People who know me, they can attest to that. So my physical is getting right. Believe me, the girl this summer, she about to be real super fine. You know, she already regular fine, but she about to be real super fine right now, you know. But um, anyways... Definitely, I want to read more this month. The book of the month that I'm reading is Becoming by Michelle Obama, our forever first lady of the United States of America. I know, that's right. Um, And it's a beautiful book. So far, so good. Definitely, if you have something that you want to read, anything like that, I would certainly suggest um, Becoming by Michelle Obama. It's a beautiful book. So far, so good. Um, And then also, I just want to um, just basically take my whole 
life to another level, if that makes sense. Like, I really want to give myself a full, honest chance this year. Like, you know, like, I feel like, oh, I'm always rooting for other people. You know, I'm always, you know, ensuring that other people are okay and stuff like that. But I really want to give me a true shot and really believe in me. Because people, they do believe in me, but I don't be seeing what people see in me. And I want to actually see it and do it so that I can be on, like, a different vibration, if that makes sense, you know? Right. So... That's definitely some of mine, and I hope that, you know, the ones that you guys have, that our listeners have, you know, definitely come into fruition, whatever that resolution may be. And one thing that, you know, MJ was touching upon a little bit that I want, you know, you all to remember as well is that, you know, popular literature tells us that goals and resolutions have to be smart, meaning specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. So, it's an acronym that's easy to remember so that you can ensure that when you're setting your goals and your resolutions that they fall within those categories, allowing them to be more attainable for you. However, for me, how I remember it, um, it just it resonates with me more is that I feel like your goals should be SMART, yes, but the acronym meaning is a little bit different. So for me, it should be SMALL, meaning that it should be small enough to be attainable. So like how we were discussing earlier, you want to think big, but also break that big thing into small pieces to get it done. Right. Um, secondly, it needs to be memorable. People lose sight of what their initial goal is if it's too big mm-hmm. or if they get too lost in it. So like remember why you started, you right. know, in the beginning. Um, next it should be aspirational, meaning that you want to be ambitious enough to stay the course to get whatever it is that you set out to do. So be aspirational, like make sure that that goal is something that you can be ambitious about to get. Right. Um, next it should be revitalizing. Um, you know, your goal every single day should be able to give you new life. You know, like you wake up, you think about your goal, whatever it is that you have a resolution, it should be so damn bomb that you have new energy when you're doing it like doing whatever it is to get to that goal and so you can stay the course of it and then lastly it should be true and when I say true it should be true to you and for you only like your goal should be for no one else it should be because of no one else it should only be because of you plain and simple so definitely I certainly hope that you guys have your smart goals I hope that you guys achieve everything that you want this year and for the rest of your lives definitely I know here at EIB we got some stuff that we're working on. And so certainly we're going to go out there and smash every single goal slash resolution. Right. But guys coming up next, we have what we can't stand on the internet and so much more. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. What's up, guys? So we are back. We're back. And now we're going to discuss what we can't stand on the internet. Oh, my God. I've been waiting. So, apparently, what MJ can't stand particularly this week is Soldier Boy and his interview with The Breakfast Club. Oh, my God. I haven't even seen the interview, but I've seen the interview. Like, right. so many clips of it, that fucking Gucci headband that he You don't like that ha- Gucci headband? First, No. First okay. off, I, I I mean, I understand, you know, he is a relevant part of hip hop history, unfortunately. What do you mean? He makes good, or he made good music. 
first off, I understand that. You know, he does have a few hits here and there, but like, he's not relevant. This is only, this is just, first off, I don't know why he was even on the Breakfast Club. I'm sure it has to do with maybe that he has this console, this game console out. Right. But as far as being a part of like hip hop history, I mean, he is, but like, he's not relevant right now. And for him to say that he has the biggest comeback, like, how did you have the biggest comeback? You didn't even release any music, bro. I know. I don't understand it. And, and like, he's just all over the internet, just yelling. And it's like, dude, why are you yelling? Who (laughs) are you yelling at? Well, I can definitely agree with you. I have no idea what this man is talking about, but boy, (laughs) golly gee, when I tell you these interviews, Oh my gosh, like, it is the funniest thing that I have oh seen in a, in, a, in a long time on the internet. Like, oh my goodness, like, when he was talking about Drake, he was like, oh, the light-skinned dude? Huh, the one who got a baby who didn't tell nobody? The one with the baby affected the world? But like, I was like, <laughs> calm down, calm yeah, down. he is out of control. Like, out of control. He is all over the internet with these videos just ranting and raving. And yes. then today he was just, he was on, I think he was on live or something, arguing with someone i think famous dex or some some hip-hop artists they were arguing on on live and it was just so comical because it's like first and foremost i mean if you're arguing with someone on live that's lame (laughs) but but how many celebrities do that though let's be real but no celebrity argues on live no real celebrity exactly like like the the c and d ones like all the reality stars so they argue on that right because it's how they make their money you know he's not making music like how you said and he is a reality star right now he was on love and hip-hop and now he's on marriage boot camp hip-hop edition although i don't think he's married to old girl i just think that he's just on there but i really do think that this was like just a publicity stunt to just make him relevant at this time i I think so too you know so it's it's very comical but yeah let's stop Okay, okay. Well, that's all we have for what we can't on the internet. But now we're about to get into some random realness. So if you guys have been following the show as of lately, we've been doing this new segment where we have a short amount of time to answer random questions. So here we go. Don't think about it. Just answer. So what period in history had the best fashion? Um, I would say the 90s. Okay. I would say the 90s too. You cheated. You knew what I was going to say. I That's didn't not... know what you was going to say. All right. I had no idea. Okay, so wh- why did you like 90s fashion? Man, 90s had everything. Had biker shorts, biker hats. They had... Uh... We wear some biker shorts with your Shut little up. ass. Anyway. <laughs> and then they also had overalls. You know, you had the the one one over the arm, I the one hanging off. I can't get you in overalls now. I told you. Last time we went to the mall, I was all like, look fashion, at the overalls. Where we had cross color, fila. You know, it was just a dope time you right know, to be first off the music was dope as fuck right and then the fashion was dope you know you had all these it was very colorful cross right. colors and stuff like that so um i definitely think that that was a, a period of time that was you know was was very what was it's so nostalgic to see it even come back and then you know you had the asymmetrical haircuts yeah that could stay over there though <laughs> that was so ugly 
Like, that can literally stay over there. Like, keep the asymmetrics in the 90s. Because that was so ugly. But definitely, you can bring on the bamboo earrings, gold oh, chains, yeah. Adidas full fits. Like, oh, you know, yeah. I love all of that. Like, yeah. all of that. Like, that was even, the best. Even K-Swiss's. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, all of that. So, definitely. bring all of that back. Definitely. So, next thing is, what is something that you think that you regret in the future for not starting now? Or what is something that you already regret, regret excuse me, not starting sooner? I think that um, one thing that I regret not starting is like I'm I'm a big um, I, I'm a big a tech technology person. You know, everybody comes to me with their technology questions and stuff like that. I really think that um, I should have went to school for that a long time ago. It got certified and everything like that because that's what I really love to do. And then also another thing is um, I, I'm really like into politics, so. Like I really have been like contemplating on, you know, doing my part, uh, you know, maybe serving as far as in some type of- You about to be of, an Ottoman? What you about to do? <sighs> some type of MJ political arena. But you know, like I got a- MJ for Congress? At any rate. <laughs> are you about to be, oh my gosh, are you about to be the first stud president of the United <laughs> States of America? At any rate, answer the question. That's, that's, so those are my two things. Well, for me, um, something that I think that I will regret not starting right now um, would be just, like, not being happy. Um, Because, like, truly, like, life is too short. Like, I could literally die, like, now. And I have been so full of so many negative emotions from just, just bullshit in life where literally I'm like, I need to truly be happy and do what I want to do for me because literally, like literally I can die tomorrow. And if so, I don't want to die miserable, you know? So that, and then also, um, just caring so much about other people's opinions, like truly like who, who said that they, that, that, that they matter? Like who said that they care? Who said that like, they're like paying your bills? Who says that they're like doing anything for you? Like who gives a flying fuck? Like do what makes you happy? Do what you wake up in the morning and can't wait to do. You know, like that is what matters. And then one more thing is that um, kind of to MJ's point, like, you know, me, like I went to school and I studied things for the sake of my parents, for the sake of my culture, for the sake of what we're supposed to do as um, Nigerian children. But the fact of the matter is that I'm very artsy. I love the arts. I love music. I love fashion. I love cooking. I love doing a lot of things that aren't traditional Nigerian, um, I guess, things that you study in college. And I wish that I would have done that. And I'm going to ensure that I continue to, you know, pursue the little things that I do like and see if I can get paid to do that shit. Because that's always the best thing if you're doing something that you love. And you can get paid to do that shit, you know? Right. But so speaking of culture, what part of your culture... Um, that, or what part of her culture is the most and the least proud of? Um, what is the, so, so the question is because you, you was blocking my screen. I couldn't see. So what part of your culture are you most and least proud of? Um, I just think that the, the part of my culture that I love the most is that how we are resilient people. Like we can overcome anything and we have overcome, you know, a lot of adversity and they always are moved there. People are always moving the goalpost on, you know, black and brown people. Um, and we continue to succeed and go above and beyond and, you know, push our way into, you know, being successful. So I think that that is the best thing. Um, I think that 
that is the single most thing that I am proud of um, as far as being black. And then what are you not proud of? Um, what I'm not proud of, I'm not proud of how we can't come together as a people. Like I, I, I just hate that. I hate, and, and it's just like this. It's just like, you know, my whole thing is like perfect example today. So I go on Instagram and I see that, um, I see that Gladys Knight is performing at the, uh, Super Bowl. And I'm just thinking to myself, and also Travis Scott is performing at the Super Bowl. And my my thing about that is, is that, you know, I am totally behind Kaepernick. I'm totally behind the movement. I do not watch football. I do not purchase NFL memorabilia. I don't do any of that anymore. I used to be a big, you know, football fan. And I think that, you know, the whole culture as a whole needs to get behind this man because he has been, he has been uh, blackballed by the, by, by, um, the, by the NFL. And I think that it's just a disservice when you see all these black people, the, not all of these black people, but some of these black people that will go against the grain and perform at the NFL. The NFL would not be anything without black people. Right. I mean, let's just be honest. That's just how it is is. So I think that I wish that we could all get behind, you know, each other all the time, you know, as a collective and show that, you know, we are, we can come together and we can make a difference because I think that if more people resisted the NFL, uh, especially black people, players and everybody else, then, you know, perhaps there will be a change in the world. So yeah, that's, that's my spiel for today. Okay, and for me, thank you for that long-winded answer, but it's always <laughs> nice. For me, I just love the vibrancy, um, the beauty, the food, um, just the, the people of the culture as a whole. However, one thing that I do hate is, um, again, I'm Nigerian, so we have a status quo of, you know, a woman, you're supposed to be married by a certain time, have children by a certain time. If you don't, you're a fucking failure, and that's it. As opposed to boys, boys, they can wait forever so they get married until they have children, and not only can they wait forever, but they can also also marry outside of the culture and it's perfectly fine as opposed to us we can't do that we have to stay within the culture so it's a little bit frustrating but it is what it is but some things have to change that's all i gotta say about that yeah and so lastly what's always sounds like a good idea at the time but rarely is um i would say that eating sonic the car hop classic so that sounds, sounds good at the time because it's only two ninety nine, but it will add to the pounds. Okay. Well, for me, it's closing my eyes for five minutes when I'm tired <laughs> as hell, acting like I'm about to take a fucking nap, but I end up being in a full-blown slumber, waking up about four or five hours later, like, what the hell happened? So it sounded like a good idea at the time because, oh, I can take a little nap, just rest my little eyes, and then here I go with nighttime and, and all the lights are off and it's dark. <laughs> and bam, the day is over. And the day is over like that. <laughs> but anyways, guys, of course, it's always a pleasure, you know, talking to you all as usual. We're so happy to be back. We definitely have a lot of things for you guys in 2019. And as usual, before we leave you guys, we have to leave you with the quote of the week. Of course, MJ, she's finally back, so she can actually do it. So MJ, take us away with a quote of the week. Yes, and my quote of the week is actually from Socrates, and it's basically about resolutions and goals and stuff like that. And it says, the secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. 
Well, y'all, just like that. Don't fight the old, but build the new. I know that's right. Focus on your goals. Make sure your goals are smart so you can reach them. And just, just continue to be the best you that you can be. Plain and simple. Right. So, y'all, as y'all know, we have fresh new episodes every Thursday, every single week. So, definitely look out for our next episode of EIB, of course. And as usual, with all the bullshit that's happening in the world, we're just navigating through it. And just remember that everything is indeed bullshit see you guys later see you guys